Chapters 1 through 5 of 2 Samuel, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 1 And it came to pass after the death of Saul, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites, and David had abode two days in Ziklag, it came to pass on the third day that, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul, with his clothes rent, and earth upon his head. And so it was when he came to David that he fell to the earth, and did obeisance. And David said unto him, From whence comest thou? And he said unto him, Out of the camp of Israel am I escaped. And David said unto him, How went the matter? I pray thee, tell me. And he answered, The people are fled from the battle and many of the people also are fallen and dead, and Saul and Jonathan his son are dead also. And David said unto the young man that told him, How knowest thou that Saul and Jonathan his son are dead? And the young man that told him said, As I happened by chance upon Mount Gilboa, behold, Saul was leaning upon his spear, and lo, the chariots and the horsemen followed hard after him. And when he looked behind me, he saw me, and called unto me. And I answered, here am I. And he said unto me, Who art thou? And I answered him, I am an Amalekite. And he said unto me, Stand, I pray thee, beside me, and slay me, for anguish hath taken hold of me, because my life is yet whole in me. So I stood beside him and slew him, because I was sure that he could not live after that he was fallen. And I took the crown that was upon his head, and the bracelet that was on his arm, and have brought them hither unto my Lord. Then David took hold on his clothes and rent them, and likewise all the men that were with him. And they mourned and wept and fasted until even, for Saul and for Jonathan his son, and for the people of Jehovah, and for the house of Israel, because they were fallen by the sword. And David said unto the young man that told him, Whence art thou? And he answered, I am the son of a sojourner, an Amalekite. And David said unto him, How wast thou not afraid to put forth thy hand to destroy Jehovah's anointed? And David called one of the young men, and said, Go near and fall upon him. And he smote him, so that he died. And David said unto him, Thy blood be upon thy head, for thy mouth hath testified against thee, saying, I have slain Jehovah's anointed. And David lamented with this lamentation over Saul, and over Jonathan his son. And he bade them teach the children of Judah the song of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Jasher, Thy glory, O Israel, is slain upon thy high places. How are the mighty fallen! Tell it not in Gath, publish it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. Ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew nor rain upon you, neither fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was vilely cast away, the shield of Saul not anointed with oil, from the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty. The bow of Jonathan turned not back, and the sword of Saul returned not empty. Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives, and in their death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. Ye daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, 
who clothed you in scarlet delicately, who put ornaments of gold upon your apparel. How are the mighty fallen in the midst of the battle? Jonathan is slain upon thy high places. I am distressed for thee, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. How are the mighty fallen, and the weapons of war perished? End of chapter 1 Chapter 2 And it came to pass after this, that David inquired of Jehovah, saying, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? And Jehovah said unto him, Go up. And David said, Whither shall I go up? And he said, Unto Hebron. So David went up thither, and his two wives also, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And his men that were with him did David bring up, and every man with his household. And they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. And the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. And they told David, saying, The men of Jabesh-Gilead were they that buried Saul. And David sent messengers unto the men of Jabesh-Gilead, and said unto them, Blessed be ye of Jehovah, that ye have showed this kindness unto your Lord, even unto Saul, and have buried him. And now Jehovah show loving kindness and truth unto you, and I also will requite you this kindness, because ye have done this thing. Now therefore let your hands be strong, and be ye valiant. For Saul your Lord is dead, and also the house of Judah have anointed me king over them. Now Abner, the son of Ner, captain of Saul's host, had taken Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim, and he made him king over Gilead, and over the Asherites, and over Jezreel, and over Ephraim, and over Benjamin, and over all Israel. Ishbosheth, Saul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned two years. But the house of Judah followed David. And the time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. And Abner, the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, went out from Mahanaim to Gibeon. And Joab, the son of Zariah, and the servants of David went out and met them by the pool of Gibeon. And they sat down, the one on the one side of the pool, and the other on the other side of the pool. And Abner said to Joab, Let the young men, I pray thee, arise and play before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. Then they arose and went over by number, twelve for Benjamin, and for Ishbosheth the son of Saul, and twelve of the servants of David. And they caught every one his fellow by the head, and thrust his sword in his fellow's side. So they fell down together. Wherefore that place was called Helkath Hazurim, which is in Gibeon. And the battle was very sore that day, and Abner was beaten, and the men of Israel before the servants of David. And the three sons of Zariah were there, Joab, and Abishai, and Asahel. And Asahel was as light of foot as a wild roe. And Asahel pursued after Abner, and in going he turned not to the right hand, nor to the left from following Abner. And Abner looked behind him and said, Is it thou, Asahel? And he answered, It is I. And Abner said to him, Turn thee aside to thy right hand, or to thy left, and lay thee hold on one of the young men, and take thee his armor. But Asahel would not turn aside from following him. 
and Abner said again to Asahel, Turn thee aside from following me. Wherefore should I smite thee to the ground? How then should I hold up my face to Joab thy brother? Howbeit he refused to turn aside. Wherefore Abner with the hinder end of the spear smote him in the body, so that the spear came out behind him. And he fell down there, and died in the same place. And it came to pass that as many as came to the place where Asahel fell down and died, stood still. But Joab and Abishai pursued after Abner, and the sun went down when they were come to the hill of Amah, that lieth before Gia, by the way of the wilderness of Gibeon. And the children of Benjamin gathered themselves together after Abner, and became one band, and stood on the top of a hill. Then Abner called to Joab, and said, Shall the sword devour for ever? Knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end? How long shall it be then, ere thou bid the people return from following their brethren? And Joab said, As God liveth, if thou hadst not spoken, surely then in the morning the people had gone away, nor followed every one his brother. So Joab blew the trumpet, and all the people stood still, and pursued after Israel no more. Neither fought they any more. And Abner and his men went all that night through the Arabah, and they passed over the Jordan, and went through all Bithran, and came to Mahanaim. And Joab returned from following Abner, and when he had gathered all the people together, there lacked of David's servants nineteen men, and Asahel. But the servants of David had smitten of Benjamin, and of Abner's men, so that three hundred and threescore men died. And they took up Asahel, and buried him in the sepulchre of his father, which was in Bethlehem. And Joab and his men went all night, and the day break upon them at Hebron. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 Now there was long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. And David waxed stronger and stronger, but the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. And unto David were sons born in Hebron. And his firstborn was Amnon of Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and his second Chiliab of Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite, and the third Absalom the son of Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Gesher, and the fourth Adonijah, the son of Haggith, and the fifth Shephatiah, the son of Abital, and the sixth Ithream of Eglah, David's wife. These were born to David in Hebron. And it came to pass, while there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David, that Abner made himself strong in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine, whose name was Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, and Ishbosheth said to Abner, Wherefore hast thou gone in unto my father's concubine? Then was Abner very wroth for the words of Ishbosheth, and said, Am I a dog's head that belongeth to Judah? This day do I show kindness unto the house of Saul thy father, to his brethren, and to his friends, and have not delivered thee into the hand of David. And yet thou chargest me this day with a fault concerning this woman." God do so to Abner, and more also, if, as Jehovah hath sworn to David, I do not even so to him, to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul, and to set up the throne of David over Israel and over Judah, from Dan even to Beersheba. And he could not answer Abner another word, because he feared him. And Abner sent messengers to David on his behalf, saying, Whose is the land? Saying also, Make thy league with me. And behold, my hand shall be with thee, to bring about all Israel unto thee. And he said, 
well, I will make a league with thee. But one thing I require of thee, that is, thou shalt not see my face, except thou first bring Michael, Saul's daughter, when thou comest to see my face. And David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, Saul's son, saying, Deliver me my wife Michael, whom I betrothed to me for a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. And Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, even from Paltiel the son of Laish. And her husband went with her, weeping as he went, and followed her to Bahurim. Then said Abner unto him, Go, return. And he returned. And Abner had communication with the elders of Israel, saying, In times past ye sought for David to be king over you. Now then do it, for Jehovah hath spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David I will save my people Israel out of the hand of the Philistines, and out of the hand of all their enemies. And Abner also spake in the ears of Benjamin, and Abner went also to speak in the ears of David and Hebron, all that seemed good to Israel, and to the whole house of Benjamin. So Abner came to David to Hebron, and twenty men with him. And David made Abner and the men that were with him a feast. And Abner said unto David, I will arise and go, and will gather all Israel unto my lord the king, that they may make a covenant with thee, and that thou mayest reign over all that thy soul desireth. And David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. And behold, the servants of David and Joab came from a foray, and brought in a great spoil with them. But Abner was not with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he was gone in peace. When Joab and all the host that was with him were come, they told Joab, saying, Abner, the son of Ner, came to the king, and he hath sent him away, and he is gone in peace. Then Joab came to the king and said, What hast thou done? Behold, Abner came unto thee. Why is it that thou hast sent him away, and he is quite gone? Thou knowest Abner, the son of Ner, that he came to deceive thee, and to know thy going out and thy coming in, and to know all that thou doest. And when Joab was come out from David, he sent messengers after Abner, and they brought him back from the well of Sirah, but David knew it not. And when Abner was returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside into the midst of the gate to speak with him quietly, and smote him there in the body, so that he died, for the blood of Asahel his brother. And afterward, when David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are guiltless before Jehovah forever of the blood of Abner the son of Ner. Let it fall upon the head of Joab, and upon all his father's house, and let there not fail from the house of Joab one that hath an issue, or that is a leper, or that leaneth on a staff, or that falleth by the sword, or that lacketh bread. So Joab and Abishai his brother slew Abner, because he had killed their brother Asahel at Gibeon in the battle. And David said to Joab, and to all the people that were with him, Rend your clothes, and gird ye with sackcloth, and mourn before Abner. And king David followed the buyer, and they buried Abner in Hebron. And the king lifted up his voice, and wept at the grave of Abner. And all the people wept. And the king lamented for Abner, and said, Should Abner die as a fool dieth? Thy hands were not bound, nor thy feet put into fetters, as a man falleth before the children of iniquity so didst thou fall. And all the people wept again over him, and all the people came to cause David to eat bread while it was yet day. But David sware, saying, 
God do so to me and more also, if I taste bread or aught else till the sun be down. And all the people took notice of it, and it pleased them, as whatsoever the king did pleased all the people. So all the people and all Israel understood that day that it was not of the king to slay Abner the son of Ner. And the king said unto his servants, Know ye not that there is a prince and a great man fallen this day in Israel? And I am this day weak, though anointed king, and these men the sons of Zariah are too hard for me. Jehovah reward the evildoer according to his wickedness. End of chapter 3 Chapter 4 And when Ishbosheth, Saul's son, heard that Abner was dead in Hebron, his hands became feeble, and all the Israelites were troubled. And Ishbosheth, Saul's son, had two men that were captains of bands. The name of the one was Banah, and the name of the other Recap. The sons of Rimmon, the Beerothite, of the children of Benjamin, for Beeroth also is reckoned to Benjamin, and the Beerothites fled to get to Em, and have been sojourners there until this day. Now Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. He was five years old when the tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled, and it came to pass, as she made haste to flee, that he fell and became lame, and his name was Mephibosheth. And the sons of Rimmon, the Beerothite, Rechab and Bana went, and came about the heat of the day to the house of Ishbosheth, as he took his rest at noon. And they came thither into the midst of the house, as though they would have fetched wheat, and they smote him in the body, and Rechab and Bana his brother escaped. Now when they came into the house, as he lay on his bed in his bed-chamber, they smote him, and slew him, and beheaded him, and took his head, and went by the way of the Arabah all night. And they brought the head of Ishbosheth unto David to Hebron, and said to the king, Behold, the head of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, thine enemy, who sought thy life. And Jehovah hath avenged my lord the king this day of Saul, and of his seed. And David answered Rechab and Bana his brother, the sons of Rimmon the Berethite, and said unto them, As Jehovah liveth, who hath redeemed my soul out of all adversity, when one told me, saying, Behold, Saul is dead, thinking to have brought good tidings, I took hold of him and slew him in Ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his tidings. How much more, when wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own house upon his bed, shall I not now require his blood of your hand and take you away from the earth? And David commanded his young men, and they slew them, and cut off their hands and their feet, and hanged them up beside the pool in Hebron, but they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the grave of Abner in Hebron. End of chapter 4 Chapter 5 Then came all the tribes of Israel to David unto Hebron, and spake, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. In times past, when Saul was king over us, it was thou that leddest out and broughtest in Israel. And Jehovah said to thee, Thou shalt be shepherd of my people Israel, and thou shalt be prince over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king to Hebron, and King David made a covenant with them in Hebron before Jehovah, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty and three years over all Israel and Judah. 
And the king and his men went to Jerusalem against the Jebusites, the inhabitants of the land, who spake unto David, saying, Except thou take away the blind and the lame, thou shalt not come in hither, thinking David cannot come in hither. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, the same is the city of David. And David said on that day, Whosoever smiteth the Jebusites, let him get up to the watercourse, and smite the lame and the blind that are hated of David's soul. Wherefore they say, There are the blind and the lame, he cannot come into the house. And David dwelt in the stronghold, and called it the city of David. And David built round about from the millow, and inward. And David waxed greater and greater, for Jehovah, the God of hosts, was with him. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David, and cedar trees, and carpenters, and masons, and they built David a house. And David perceived that Jehovah had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people Israel's sake. And David took him more concubines and wives out of Jerusalem, after he was come from Hebron, and there were yet sons and daughters born to David. And these are the names of those that were born unto him in Jerusalem, Shemua, and Shobab, and Nathan, and Solomon, and Ibhar, and Elishua, and Nepheg, and Japhia, and Elishama, and Iliada, and Eliphelet. And when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David, and David heard of it, and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim, and David inquired of Jehovah, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into my hand? And Jehovah said unto David, Go up, for I will certainly deliver the Philistines into thy hand. And David came to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there, and he said, Jehovah hath broken mine enemies before me, like the breach of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And they left their images there, and David and his men took them away. And the Philistines came up yet again, and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of Jehovah, he said, Thou shalt not go up. Make a circuit behind them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And it shall be when thou hearest the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then is Jehovah gone out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so, as Jehovah commanded him and smote the Philistines from Geba, until thou come to Gezer. End of chapter 5"...and David again gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, thirty thousand. And David arose and went with all the people that were with him, from Baal-Judah, to bring up from thence the ark of God, which is called by the name, even the name of Jehovah of hosts, that sitteth above the cherubim. And they set the ark of God upon a new cart, and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, that was in the hill, and Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart." And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was in the hill, with the ark of God. And Ahio went before the ark. And David and all the house of Israel played before Jehovah with all manner of instruments made of fir wood, and with harps, and with psalteries, 
and with timbrels, and with castanets, and with cymbals. And when they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of God, and took hold of it, for the oxen stumbled. And the anger of Jehovah was kindled against Uzzah, and God smote him there for his error, and there he died by the ark of God. And David was displeased, because Jehovah had broken forth upon Uzzah, and he called that place Perez-Uzzah unto this day. And David was afraid of Jehovah that day, and he said, How shall the ark of Jehovah come unto me? So David would not remove the ark of Jehovah unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And the ark of Jehovah remained in the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite three months. And Jehovah blessed Obed-Edom and all his house. And it was told King David, saying, Jehovah hath blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that pertaineth unto him, because of the ark of God. And David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with joy. And it was so that when they that bare the ark of Jehovah had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fatling. And David danced before Jehovah with all his might, and David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of Jehovah with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And it was so as the ark of Jehovah came into the city of David, that Michael the daughter of Saul looked out at the window, and saw King David leaping and dancing before Jehovah, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of Jehovah, and set it in its place, in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before Jehovah. And when David had made an end of offering the burnt offering and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of Jehovah of hosts. And he dealt among all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, both to men and women, to every one, a cake of bread, and a portion of flesh, and a cake of raisins. So all the people departed, every one to his house. And David returned to bless his household. And Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David, and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovereth himself. And David said unto Michael, It was before Jehovah who chose me above thy father, and above all his house, to appoint me prince over the people of Jehovah, over Israel. Therefore will I play before Jehovah, and I will be yet more vile than this, and will be base in mine own sight. But of the handmaids of whom thou hast spoken, of them shall I be had in honor. And Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child unto the day of her death. End of chapter 6 Chapter 7 And it came to pass, when the king dwelt in his house, and Jehovah had given him rest from all his enemies round about, that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thy heart, for Jehovah is with thee. And it came to pass the same night that the word of Jehovah came unto Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, thus saith Jehovah, Shalt thou build me a house for me to dwell in? For I have not dwelt in a house since the day that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, 
spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to be shepherd of my people Israel, saying, Why have ye not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore, thus shalt thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith Jehovah of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcote, from following the sheep, that thou shouldest be prince over my people, over Israel. And I have been with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies from before thee. And I will make thee a great name, like unto the name of the great ones that are in the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in their own place, and be moved no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more, as at the first and as from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and I will cause thee to rest from all thine enemies. Moreover, Jehovah telleth thee that Jehovah will make thee a house. When thy days are fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, that shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom for ever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, and with the stripes of the children of men. But my loving kindness shall not depart from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thy house and thy kingdom shall be made sure for ever before thee. Thy throne shall be established for ever. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Then David the king went in and sat before Jehovah, and he said, Who am I, O Lord Jehovah? And what is my house, that thou hast brought me thus far? And this was yet a small thing in thine eyes, O Lord Jehovah. But thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come, and this too after the manner of men, O Lord Jehovah. And what can David say more unto thee? For thou knowest thy servant, O Lord Jehovah, for thy word's sake, and according to thine own heart, hast thou wrought all this greatness, to make thy servant know it. Wherefore thou art great, O Jehovah God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God besides thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem unto himself for a people, and to make him a name, and to do great things for you, and terrible things for thy land, before thy people, whom thou redeemest to thee out of Egypt, from the nations and their gods. And thou didst establish to thyself thy people Israel, to be a people unto thee for ever, and thou, Jehovah, becamest their God. And now, O Jehovah God, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant, and concerning his house, confirm thou it for ever, and do as thou hast spoken and let thy name be magnified for ever, saying, Jehovah of hosts is God over Israel, and the house of thy servant David shall be established before thee. For thou, O Jehovah of hosts, the God of Israel, hast revealed to thy servant, saying, I will build thee a house. Therefore hath thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Lord Jehovah, thou art God, and thy words are true, and thou hast promised this good thing unto thy servant. Now therefore let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may continue for ever before thee.
For thou, O Lord Jehovah, hast spoken it, and with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed for ever. End of chapter 7 Chapter 8 And after this it came to pass that David smote the Philistines and subdued them, and David took the bridle of the mother city out of the hand of the Philistines, and he smote Moab, and measured them with the line, making them to lie down on the ground, and he measured two lines to put to death, and one full line to keep alive. And the Moabites became servants to David, and brought tribute. David smote also Hadadezer the son of Rehob, king of Zobah, as he went to recover his dominion at the river. And David took from him a thousand and seven hundred horsemen, and twenty thousand footmen. And David hawked all the chariot horses, but reserved of them for a hundred chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to Sakur, Hadadezer, king of Zobah, David smote of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David, and brought tribute. And Jehovah gave victory to David whithersoever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer, and brought them to Jerusalem. And from Betah, and from Barothai, cities of Hadadezer, King David took exceeding much brass. And when Toy, king of Hamath, heard that David had smitten all the host of Hadadezer, then Toy sent Joram his son unto King David, to salute him, and to bless him, because he had fought against Hadadezer and smitten him, for Hadadezer had wars with Toy. And Joram brought with him vessels of silver, and vessels of gold, and vessels of brass. These also did King David dedicate unto Jehovah, with the silver and gold that he dedicated of all the nations which he subdued, of Syria, and of Moab, and of the children of Ammon, and of the Philistines, and of Amalek, and of the spoil of Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David gat him a name when he returned from smiting the Syrians in the valley of Salt, even eighteen thousand men. And he put garrisons in Edom, throughout all Edom put he garrisons. And all the Edomites became servants to David. And Jehovah gave victory to David whithersoever he went. And David reigned over all Israel, and David executed justice and righteousness unto all his people. And Joab the son of Zariah was over the host, and Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud was recorder, and Zadok the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech the son of Abiathar were priests, and Sariah was scribe, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was over the Carathites and the Pelathites, and David's sons were chief ministers. End of chapter 8 Chapter 9 And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant, whose name was Ziba. And they called him unto David. And the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul, that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son, who is lame of his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. Then king David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. And Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came unto David, and fell on his face, and did obeisance. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, 
fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he did obeisance, and said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, All that pertain to Saul and to all his house have I given unto thy master's son, and thou shalt till the land for him, thou and thy sons and thy servants, and thou shalt bring in the fruits, that thy master's son may have bread to eat. But Mephibosheth thy master's son shall eat bread alway at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king commandeth his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table, and he was lame in both his feet. End of chapter 9 Chapter 10 And it came to pass after this that the king of the children of Ammon died, and Hanun his son reigned in his stead. And David said, I will show kindness unto Hanun, the son of Nahash, as his father showed kindness unto me. So David sent by his servants to comfort him concerning his father. And David's servants came into the land of the children of Ammon. But the princes of the children of Ammon said unto Hanun their lord, Thinkest thou that David doth honour thy father, and that he hath sent comforters unto thee? Hath not David sent his servants unto thee to search the city, and to spy it out, and to overthrow it? So Hanun took David's servants, and shaved off the one half of their beards, and cut off their garments in the middle, even to their buttocks, and sent them away. When they told it unto David, he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Tarry at Jericho until your beards be grown, and then return. And when the children of Ammon saw that they were become odious to David, the children of Ammon sent and hired the Syrians of Beth-Rahab, and the Syrians of Zobah, twenty thousand footmen, and the king of Makah with a thousand men, and the men of Tob twelve thousand men. And when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the host of the mighty men. And the children of Ammon came out, and put the battle in array at the entrance of the gate. And the Syrians of Zobah, and of Rehob, and the men of Tob and Makkah, were by themselves in the field. Now, when Joab saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose of all the choice men of Israel, and put them in array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he committed into the hand of Abishai his brother, and he put them in array against the children of Ammon. And he said, If the Syrians be too strong for me, then thou shalt help me. But if the children of Ammon be too strong for thee, then I will come and help thee. Be of good courage, and let us play the man for our people, and for the cities of our God. And Jehovah do that which seemeth him good. So Joab and the people that were with him drew nigh unto the battle against the Syrians, and they fled before him. And when the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fled, they likewise fled before Abishai, and entered into the city. Then Joab returned from the children of Ammon, and came to Jerusalem. And when the Syrians saw that they were put to worse before Israel, they gathered themselves together, and had a reaser sent, and brought out the Syrians that were beyond the river. And they came to Helam, 
with Shobach, the captain of the host of Hadarezer, at their head. And it was told David, and he gathered all Israel together, and passed over the Jordan, and came to Halam. And the Syrians set themselves in array against David, and fought with him. And the Syrians fled before Israel, and David slew of the Syrians the men of seven hundred chariots, and forty thousand horsemen, and smote Shobach the captain of their host, so that he died there. And when all the kings that were servants to Hadarezer saw that they were put to the worst before Israel, they made peace with Israel, and served them. So the Syrians feared to help the children of Ammon any more. End of chapter 10. Chapters 11 through 15 of 2 Samuel, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 11 And it came to pass at the return of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon, and besieged Rabbah. But David tarried at Jerusalem. And it came to pass at eventide that David arose from off his bed, and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? And David sent messengers, and took her, and she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness. And she returned unto her house. And the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joab, saying, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Job sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, David asked of him how Joab did, and how the people fared, and how the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, Go down to thy house, and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house, and there followed him a mess of food from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and went not down to his house. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down into his house, David said unto Uriah, Art thou not come from a journey? Wherefore didst thou not go down unto thy house? And Uriah said unto David, The ark, and Israel, and Judah, abide in booths. And my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open field. Shall I then go into my house, to eat, and to drink, and to lie with my wife? As thou livest, and as thy soul liveth, I will not do this thing. And David said to Uriah, Tarry here to-day also, and to-morrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day, and the morrow. And when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his lord, but went not down to his house. And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab, and sent it by the hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter, saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle, and retire ye from him, that he may be smitten, and die. And it came to pass, when Joab kept watch upon the city, that he assigned Uriah unto the place where he knew that valiant men were. And the men of the city went out and fought with Joab, 
and there fell some of the people, even of the servants of David. And Uriah the Hittite died also. Then Joab sent and told David all the things concerning the war, and he charged the messenger, saying, When thou hast made an end of telling all the things concerning the war unto the king, it shall be that, if the king's wrath arise, and he say unto thee, Wherefore went ye so nigh unto the city to fight? Knew ye not that they would shoot from the wall? Who smote Abimelech, the son of Jerub-Asheth? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone upon him from the wall, so that he died at Thebes? Why went ye so nigh the wall? Then shalt thou say, Thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went, and came and showed David all that Joab had sent him for. And the messenger said unto David, The men prevailed against us, and came out unto us into the field. And we were upon them even unto the entrance of the gate. And the shooters shot at thy servants from off the wall. And some of the king's servants are dead. And thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. Then David said unto the messenger, Thus shalt thou say unto Joab, let not this thing displease thee, for the sword devoureth one as well as another. Make thy battle more strong against the city, and overthrow it, and encourage thou him. And when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she made lamentation for her husband. And when the morning was past, David sent and took her home to his house, and she became his wife, and bare him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased Jehovah. End of chapter 11. Chapter 12. And Jehovah sent Nathan unto David. And he came unto him, and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich, and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds. But the poor man had nothing, save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up. And it grew up together with him, and with his children. It did eat of his own morsel, and drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom, and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveller unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd, to dress for the wafering man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As Jehovah liveth, the man that hath done this is worthy to die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Thus saith Jehovah, the God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house, and thy master's wives into thy bosom and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have added unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the word of Jehovah, to do that which is evil in his sight? Thou hast smitten Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thy house, because thou hast despised me, and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Thus saith Jehovah, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel, and before the sun. 
And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against Jehovah. And Nathan said unto David, Jehovah also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Howbeit because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of Jehovah to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house. And Jehovah struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. David therefore besought God for the child, and David fasted, and went in and lay all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house arose and stood beside him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not, neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he hearkened not unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead. And David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth, and washed and anointed himself, and changed his apparel. And he came into the house of Jehovah and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. Then said his servants unto him, what thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive, but when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread? And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knoweth whether Jehovah will not be gracious to me, that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. And David comforted Bathsheba his wife, and went in unto her, and lay with her. And she bare a son, and he called his name Solomon. And Jehovah loved him. And he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he called his name Jedidiah, for Jehovah's sake. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon, and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David, and said, I have fought against Rabbah, yea, I have taken the city of waters. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it, lest I take the city and it be called after my name. And David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. And he took the crown of their king from off his head and the weight thereof was a talent of gold and in it were precious stones and it was set on David's head. And he brought forth the spoil of the city exceeding much and he brought forth the people that were therein and put them under saws, and under harrows of iron, and under axes of iron, and made them pass through the brick kiln. And thus did he unto all the cities of the children of Ammon. And David and all the people returned unto Jerusalem. End of chapter 12. Chapter 13. And it came to pass after this, that Absalom the son of David had a fair sister, whose name was Tamar, and Amnon the son of David loved her. And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin. And it seemed hard to Amnon to do anything unto her. But Amnon had a friend, whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. And he said unto him, Why, O son of the king, art thou thus lean from day to day? Wilt thou not tell me? 
And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother, Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said unto him, Lay thee down on thy bed, and feign thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to see thee, say unto him, Let my sister Tamar come, I pray thee, and give me bread to eat, and dress the food in my sight, that I may see it, and eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down, and feigned himself sick. And when the king was come to see him, Amnon said unto the king, Let my sister Tamar come, I pray thee, and make me a couple of cakes in my sight, that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go now to thy brother Amnon's house, and dress him food. So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house, and he was laid down. And she took dough, and kneaded it, and made cakes in his sight, and did bake the cakes. And she took the pan, and poured them out before him. But he refused to eat. And Amnon said, Have out all men from me. And they went out every man from him. And Amnon said unto Tamar, Bring the food into the chamber, that I may eat from thy hand. And Tamar took the cakes which she had made, and brought them into the chamber to Amnon her brother. And when she had brought them near unto him to eat, he took hold of her, and said unto her, Come, lie with me, my sister. And she answered him, Nay, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not thou this folly. And I, whither shall I carry my shame? And as for thee, thou wilt be as one of the fools in Israel. Now therefore I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee. Howbeit he would not hearken unto her voice, but being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. Then Amnon hated her with exceeding great hatred, for the hatred wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he had loved her. And Amnon said unto her, Arise, be gone. And she said unto him, Not so because this great wrong in putting me forth is worse than the other that thou didst unto me. But he would not hearken unto her. Then he called his servant that ministered unto him, and said, Put now this woman out from me, and bolt the door after her. And she had a garment of diverse colors upon her, for with such robes were the king's daughters that were virgins apparelled. Then his servant brought her out, and bolted the door after her. And Tamar put ashes on her head, and rent her garment of diverse colors that was on her. And she laid her hand on her head, and went her way, crying aloud as she went. And Absalom her brother said unto her, Hath Amnon thy brother been with thee? But now hold thy peace, my sister. He is thy brother. Take not this thing to heart. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very wroth. And Absalom spake unto Amnon neither good nor bad, for Absalom hated Amnon, because he had forced his sister Tamar. And it came to pass, after two full years, that Absalom had sheep-shearers in Baal-hazor, which is beside Ephraim. And Absalom invited all the king's sons. And Absalom came to the king and said, Behold now, thy servant hath sheep-shearers. Let the king, I pray thee, and his servants go with thy servant. And the king said to Absalom, Nay, my son, let us not all go, lest we be burdensome unto thee. And he pressed him, howbeit he would not go, but blessed him. Then said Absalom, If not, I pray thee, let my brother Amnon go with us. And the king said unto him, Why should he go with thee? But Absalom pressed him, and he let Amnon and all the sons go with him. And Absalom commanded his servant, saying, 
mark ye now when Amnon's heart is merry with wine, and when I say unto you, Smite Amnon, then kill him. Fear not, have not I commanded you? Be courageous and be valiant. And the servants of Absalom did unto Amnon as Absalom had commanded. Then all the king's sons arose, and every man gat him up upon his mule and fled. And it came to pass, while they were in the way, that the tidings came to David, saying, Absalom hath slain all the king's sons, and there is not one of them left. Then the king arose, and rent his garments, and lay on the earth, and all his servants stood by with their clothes rent. And Jonadab the son of Shemaiah, David's brother, answered and said, Let not my lord suppose that they have killed all the young men the king's sons, for Amnon only is dead. For by the appointment of Absalom this hath been determined from the day that he forced his sister Tamar. Now therefore let not my lord the king take the thing to his heart, to think that all the king's sons are dead, for Amnon only is dead. But Absalom fled, and the young man that kept the watch lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, there came much people by the way of the hillside behind him. And Jonadab said unto the king, Behold, the king's sons are come, as thy servant said, so it is. And it came to pass, as soon as he had made an end of speaking, that, behold, the king's sons came, and lifted up their voice and wept. And the king also and all his servants wept very sore. But Absalom fled, and went to Talmai, the son of Amahur, king of Geshur. And David mourned for his son every day. So Absalom fled and went to Geshur, and was there three years. And the soul of king David longed to go forth unto Absalom, for he was comforted concerning Amnon, seeing he was dead. End of chapter 13. Chapter 14. Now Joab the son of Zariah perceived that the king's heart was toward Absalom. And Joab sent to Tekoa, and fetched thence a wise woman, and said unto her, I pray thee, feign thyself to be a mourner, and put on mourning apparel, I pray thee, and anoint not thyself with oil, but be as a woman that hath a long time mourned for the dead, and go into the king, and speak on this manner unto him. So Joab put the words in her mouth. And when the woman of Tekoa spake to the king, she fell on her face to the ground, and did obeisance, and said, Help, O king. And the king said unto her, What aileth thee? And she answered, Of a truth, I am a widow, and my husband is dead. And thy handmaid had two sons, and they two strove together in the field. And there was none to part them, but the one smote the other and killed him. And behold, the whole family is risen against thy handmaid, and they say, Deliver him that smote his brother, that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he slew, and so destroy the heir also. Thus will they quench my coal which is left, and will leave to my husband neither name nor remainder upon the face of the earth. And the king said unto the woman, Go to thy house, and I will give charge concerning thee. And the woman of Tekoa said unto the king, My lord, O king, the iniquity be on me, and on my father's house, and the king and his throne be guiltless. And the king said, Whosoever saith aught unto thee, bring him to me, and he shall not touch thee any more. Then said she, I pray thee, let the king remember Jehovah thy God, that the avenger of blood destroy not any more, lest they destroy my son. And he said, As Jehovah liveth, there shall not one hair of thy son fall to the earth. Then the woman said, Let thy handmaid, I pray thee, speak a word unto my lord the king. And he said, Say on. And the woman said, 
Wherefore, then, hast thou devised such a thing against the people of God? For in speaking this word the king is one that is guilty, and that the king doth not fetch home again his banished one. For we must needs die, and are as water split on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither doth God take away life, but deviseth means, that he that is banished be not an outcast from him. Now therefore, seeing that I am come to speak this word unto my lord the king, it is because the people have made me afraid, and thy handmaid said, I will now speak unto the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant. For the king will hear, to deliver his servant out of the hand of the man that would destroy me, and my son together out of the inheritance of God. Then the handmaid said, Let I pray thee, the word of my lord the king be comfortable, for as an angel of God, so is my lord the king to discern good and bad. And Jehovah thy God be with thee. Then the king answered and said unto the woman, Hide not from me, I pray thee, aught that I shall ask thee. And the woman said, Let my lord the king now speak. And the king said, It's the hand of Joab with thee in all this. And the woman answered and said, As thy soul liveth, my lord the king, none can turn to the right hand or to the left from aught that my lord the king hath spoken. For thy servant Joab, he bade me, and he put all these words in the mouth of thy handmaid, to change the face of the matter, hath thy servant Joab done this thing. And my lord is wise, according to the wisdom of an angel of God, to know all things that are in the earth. And the king said unto Joab, Behold now, I have done this thing. Go therefore, bring the young man Absalom back. And Joab fell to the ground on his face, and did obeisance, and blessed the king. And Joab said, Today thy servant knoweth that I have found favor in thy sight, my lord, O king, and that the king hath performed the request of his servant. So Joab arose and went to Geshur, and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him turn to his own house, but let him not see my face. So Absalom turned to his own house, and saw not the king's face. Now, in all Israel there was none to be so much praised as Absalom for his beauty. From the sole of his foot even to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. And when he cut the hair of his head, now it was at every year's end that he cut it, because it was heavy on him, therefore he cut it, he weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels after the king's weight. And unto Absalom there were born three sons, and one daughter, whose name was Tamar, she was a woman of a fair countenance. And Absalom dwelt two full years in Jerusalem, and he saw not the king's face. Then Absalom sent for Joab to send him to the king, but he would not come to him. And he sent again a second time, but he would not come. Therefore he said unto his servants, See, Joab's field is near mine, and he hath barley there. Go and set it on fire. And Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and came to Absalom unto his house, and said unto him, Wherefore have thy servants set my field on fire? And Absalom answered Job, Behold, I sent unto thee, saying, Come hither, that I may send thee to the king, to say, Wherefore am I come from Geshur? It were better for me to be there still. Now therefore let me see the king's face, and if there be iniquity in me, let him kill me. So Joab came to the king and told him, and when he had called for Absalom, he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Absalom. 
End of chapter 14. Chapter 15. And it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him a chariot and horses, and fifty men to run before him. And Absalom rose up early, and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man had a suit which should come to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him, and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. Absalom said moreover, O oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man who hath any suit or cause might come unto me, and I would do him justice. And it was so, that when any man came nigh to do him obeisance, he put forth his hand, and took hold of him, and kissed him. And on this manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. And it came to pass at the end of forty years that Absalom said unto the king, I pray thee, let me go and pay my vow, which I have vowed unto Jehovah in Hebron. For thy servant vowed a vow while I abode at Geshur in Syria, saying, If Jehovah shall indeed bring me again to Jerusalem, then I will serve Jehovah. And the king said unto him, Go in peace. So he arose and went to Hebron. But Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as ye hear the sound of the trumpet, then ye shall say, Absalom is king in Hebron. And with Absalom went two hundred men out of Jerusalem, that were invited, and went in their simplicity, and they knew not anything. And Absalom sent for Ahithophel the Gilonite, David's counsellor, from his city, even from Gilo, while he was offering the sacrifices. And the conspiracy was strong, for the people increased continually with Absalom. And there came a messenger to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom. And David said unto all his servants that were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, and let us flee, for else none of us shall escape from Absalom. Make speed to depart, lest he overtake us quickly, and bring down evil upon us, and smite the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servant said unto the king, Behold, thy servants are ready to do whatsoever my lord the king shall choose. And the king went forth, and all his household after him. And the king left ten women that were concubines to keep the house. And the king went forth, and all the people after him, and they tarried in Beth Merhach. And all his servants passed on beside him, and all the Carathites, and all the Pelathites, and all the Gittites. Six hundred men that came after him from Gath passed on before the king. Then said the king to Ittai the Gittite, Wherefore goest thou also with us? Return and abide with the king, for thou art a foreigner, and also an exile. Return to thine own place. Whereas thou camest but yesterday, should I this day make thee go up and down with us, seeing I go whither I may? Return thou, and take back thy brethren. Mercy and truth be with thee. And Ittai answered the king, and said, As Jehovah liveth, and as my lord the king liveth, Surely in what place my lord the king shall be, whether for death or for life, even there also will thy servant be. And David said to Ittai, Go and pass over. And Ittai the Gittite passed over, and all his men, and all the little ones that were with him. And all the country wept with a loud voice, and all the people passed over. The king also himself passed over the brook Kidron, and all the people passed over toward the way of the wilderness. And lo, Zadok also came, and all the Levites with him, bearing the ark of the covenant of God. And they set down the ark of God, and Abiathar went up, until all the people had done passing out of the city. And the king said unto Zadok, 
carry back the ark of God into the city. If I shall find favor in the eyes of Jehovah, he will bring me again, and show me both it and his habitation. But if he say thus, I have no delight in thee, behold, here am I. Let him do to me as seemeth good unto him. The king said also unto Zadok the priest, Art thou not a seer? Return into the city in peace, and your two sons with you, Ahimaaz thy son, and Jonathan the son of Abiathar. See, I will tarry at the fords of the wilderness, until there come word from you to certify me. Zadok therefore and Abiathar carried the ark of God again to Jerusalem, and they abode there. And David went up by the ascent of the Mount of Olives, and wept as he went up. And he had his head covered, and went barefoot. And all the people that were with him covered every man his head, and they went up, weeping as they went up. And one told David, saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Jehovah, I pray thee, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. And it came to pass that when David was come to the top of the ascent, where God was worshipped, behold, Hushai the archite came to meet him with his coat rent, and earth upon his head. And David said unto him, If thou passest on with me, then thou wilt be a burden unto me. But if thou return to the city, and say unto Absalom, I will be thy servant, O king, as I have been thy father's servant in time past, so will I now be thy servant. Then wilt thou defeat for me the counsel of Ahithophel. And hast thou not there with thee Zadok and Abiathar the priests? Therefore it shall be that what thing soever thou shalt hear out of the king's house, thou shalt tell it to Zadok and Abiathar the priests. Behold, they have there with them their two sons, Ahimaaz, Zadok's son, and Jonathan, Abiathar's son. And by them ye shall send unto me everything that ye shall hear. So Hushai, David's friend, came into the city, and Absalom came into Jerusalem. End of chapter 15《Chapters 16 through 20 of Second Samuel, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 16 And when David was a little past the top of the ascent, behold, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of asses saddled, and upon them two hundred loaves of bread and a hundred clusters of raisins, and a hundred of summer fruits, and a bottle of wine. And the king said unto Ziba, What meanest thou by these? And Ziba said, The asses are for the king's household to ride on, and the bread and summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine that such as are faint in the wilderness may drink. And the king said, And where is thy master's son? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he abideth at Jerusalem, for he said, Today will the house of Israel restore me the kingdom of my father. Then said the king to Ziba, Behold, thine is all that pertaineth unto Mephibosheth. And Ziba said, I do obeisance. Let me find favor in thy sight, my lord, O king. And when king David came to Baharim, behold, there came out thence a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shammai, the son of Gera. He came out, and cursed still as he came. And he cast stones at David, 
and at all the servants of king david and all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left and thus said shemai when he cursed be gone be gone thou man of blood and base fellow jehovah hath returned upon thee all the blood of the house of saul in whose stead thou hast reigned and jehovah hath delivered the kingdom into the hand of absalom thy son and behold thou art taken in thine own mischief because thou art a man of blood then said abishai the son of zariah unto the king why should this dead dog curse my lord the king let me go over i pray thee and take off his head and the king said what have I to do with you, ye sons of Zariah? Because he curseth, and because Jehovah hath said unto him, Curse David. Who then shall say, Wherefore hast thou done so? And David said to Abishai and to all his servants, Behold, my son, who came forth from my bowels, seeketh my life. How much more may this Benjamite now do it? Let him alone, and let him curse, for Jehovah hath bidden him. It may be that Jehovah will look on the wrong done unto me, and that Jehovah will requite me good for his cursing of me this day. So David and his men went by the way, and Shammai went along on the hillside over against him, and cursed as he went, and threw stones at him, and cast dust. And the king and all the people that were with him came weary, and he refreshed himself there. And Absalom and all the people, the men of Israel, came to Jerusalem, and Ahithophel with him, and it came to pass when hushai the archite david's friend was come unto absalom that hushai said unto absalom long live the king long live the king and absalom said to hushai is this thy kindness to thy friend why wentest thou not with thy friend and hushai said unto absalom nay but whom jehovah and this people and all the men of israel have chosen his will i be and with him will i abide and again, whom should I serve? Should I not serve in the presence of his son, as I have served in thy father's presence? So will I be in thy presence. Then said Absalom to Ahithophel, Give your counsel what we shall do. And Ahithophel said unto Absalom, Go in unto thy father's concubines, that he hath left to keep the house, and all Israel will hear that thou art abhorred of thy father. Then will the hands of all that are with thee be strong. So they spread Absalom a tent upon the top of the house, and Absalom went in unto his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. And the counsel of Ahithophel, which he gave in those days, was as if a man inquired at the oracle of God. So was all the counsel of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. End of chapter 16 Chapter 17 Moreover, Ahithophel said unto Absalom, Let me now choose out twelve thousand men, and I will arise and pursue after David this night, and I will come upon him while he is weary and weak-handed, and will make him afraid, and all the people that are with him shall flee, and I will smite the king only, and I will bring back all the people unto thee. The man whom thou seekest is as if all returned, so all the people shall be in peace. And the saying pleased Absalom well and all the elders of Israel. Then said Absalom, Call now Hushai the archite also, and let us hear likewise what he saith. And when Hushai was come to Absalom, Absalom spake unto him, saying, Ahithophel hath spoken after this manner. Shall we do after his saying? If not, speak thou. And Hushai said unto Absalom, 
the counsel that Ahithophel hath given this time is not good. Hushai said, moreover, Thou knowest thy father and his men, that they are mighty men, and they are chafed in their minds, as a bear robbed of her whelps in the field. And thy father is a man of war, and will not lodge with the people. Behold, he is hid now in some pit, or in some other place, and it will come to pass, when some of them are fallen at the first, that whosoever heareth it will say, There is a slaughter among the people that follow Absalom. And even he that is valiant, whose heart is as the heart of a lion, will utterly melt. For all Israel knoweth that thy father is a mighty man, and they that are with him are valiant men. But I counsel that all Israel be gathered together unto thee, from Dan even to Beersheba, as the sand that is by the seed for multitude, and that thou go to battle in thine own person. So shall we come upon him in some place where he shall be found, and we will light upon him as the dew falleth on the ground. And of him, and of all the men that are with him, we will not leave so much as one. Moreover, if he be gotten in a city, then shall all Israel bring ropes to that city, and we will draw it into the river, until there be not one small stone found there. And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the Archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel. For Jehovah had ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, to the intent that Jehovah might bring evil upon Absalom. Then said Hushai unto Zadok and to Abiathar the priests, Thus and thus did Ahithophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and thus have I counseled. Now therefore send quickly, and tell David, saying, Lodge not this night at the fords of the wilderness, but by all means pass over, lest the king be swallowed up, and all the people that are with him. Now Jonathan and Ahimaaz were staying by Enrogel, and a maidservant used to go and tell them, and they went and told King David, for they might not be seen to come into the city. But a lad saw them, and told Absalom, and they went both of them away quickly, and came to the house of a man in Baharim, who had a well in his court, and they went down thither. And the woman took and spread the covering over the well's mouth, and strewed bruised grain thereon, and nothing was known. And Absalom's servants came to the woman, to the house, and they said, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? And the woman said unto them, They are gone over the brook of water. And when they had sought and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, after they were departed, that they came up out of the well, and went and told King David. And they said unto David, Arise ye, and pass quickly over the water, for thus hath Ahithophel counseled against you. Then David arose, and all the people that were with him. And they passed over the Jordan. By the morning light there lacked not one of them that was not gone over the Jordan. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his ass and arose, and gat him home unto his city, and set his house in order, and hanged himself. And he died, and was buried in the sepulchre of his father. Then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom passed over the Jordan, he and all the men of Israel with him. And Absalom set Amasa over the host instead of Joab. Now Amasa was the son of a man whose name was Ithra the Israelite, that went in to Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister to Zariah, Joab's mother. And Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. And it came to pass, when David was come to Mahanaim, that Shobi, the son of Nahash, of Rabbah, of the children of Ammon, 
and Machir the son of Amiel of Lodabar, and Barzillai the Gileadite of Rogalim, wrought beds and basins, and earthen vessels, and wheat, and barley, and meal, and parched grain, and beans, and lentils, and parched pulse, and honey, and butter, and sheep, and cheese of the herd, for David, and for the people that were with him to eat. For they said, The people are hungry, and weary, and thirsty in the wilderness. End of chapter 17 Chapter 18 And David numbered the people that were with him, and set captains of thousands, and captains of hundreds over them. And David sent forth the people, a third part under the hand of Joab, and a third part under the hand of Abishai the son of Zariah, Joab's brother, and a third part under the hand of Ittai the Gittite. And the king said unto the people, I will surely go forth with you myself also. But the people said, Thou shalt not go forth, for if we flee away they will not care for us, neither if half of us die will they care for us. But thou art worth ten thousand of us. Therefore now it is better that thou be ready to succor us out of the city. And the king said unto them, What seemeth you best I will do? And the king stood by the gate side, and all the people went out by hundreds, and by thousands. And the king commanded Joab and Abishai and Ittai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man, even with Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave all the captains charge concerning Absalom. So the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the forest of Ephraim. And the people of Israel were smitten there before the servants of David. And there was a great slaughter there that day of twenty thousand men. For the battle was there spread over the face of all the country, and the forest devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. And Absalom chanced to meet the servants of David. And Absalom was riding upon his mule, and the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught hold of the oak, and he was taken up between heaven and earth, and the mule that was under him went on. And a certain man saw it, and told Joab, and said, Behold, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak. And Joab said unto the man that told him, And behold, thou sawest it, and why didst thou not smite him there to the ground? and I would have given thee ten pieces of silver and a girdle. And the man said unto Joab, Though I should receive a thousand pieces of silver in my hand, yet would I not put forth my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king charged thee and Abishai and Ittai, saying, Beware that none touch the young man Absalom. Otherwise, if I had dealt falsely against his life, and there is no matter hid from the king, then thou thyself wouldest have set thyself against me. Then said Joab, I may not tarry thus with thee. And he took three darts in his hand, and thrust them through the heart of Absalom, while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. And ten young men that bare Joab's armor compassed about and smote Absalom, and slew him. And Joab blew the trumpet, and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Joab held back the people. And they took Absalom, and cast him into the great pit in the forest, and raised over him a very great heap of stones. And all Israel fled, every one to his tent. Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and reared up for himself the pillar, which is in the king's dale. For he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. And he called the pillar after his own name, 
and it is called Absalom's monument unto this day. Then said Ahimaaz the son of Zadok, Let me now run, and bear the king tidings, how that Jehovah hath avenged him of his enemies. And Joab said unto him, Thou shalt not be the bearer of tidings this day, but thou shalt bear tidings another day. But this day thou shalt bear no tidings, because the king's son is dead. Then said Joab to the Cushite, Go, tell the king what thou hast seen. And the Cushite bowed himself unto Joab, and ran. Then said Ahimaaz the son of Zadok yet again to Joab, But come what may, let me, I pray thee, also run after the Cushite. And Joab said, Wherefore wilt thou run, my son, seeing that thou wilt have no reward for the tidings? But come what may, said he, I will run. And he said unto him, Run. Then Ahimaaz ran by the way of the plain, and outran the Cushite. Now David was sitting between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof of the gate unto the wall, and lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold a man running alone. And the watchman cried and told the king, and the king said, If he be alone, there is tidings in his mouth. And he came apace, and drew near. And the watchman saw another man running, and the watchman called unto the porter, and said, Behold, another man running alone. And the king said, He also bringeth tidings. And the watchman said, I think the running of the foremost is like the running of Ahimaaz the son of Zadok. And the king said, He is a good man, and cometh with good tidings. And Ahimaaz called, and said unto the king, All is well. And he bowed himself before the king with his face to the earth, and said, Blessed be Jehovah thy God, who hath delivered up the men that lifted up their hand against my lord the king. And the king said, Is it well with the young man Absalom? And Ahimaaz answered, When Joab sent the king's servant, even me, thy servant, I saw a great tumult, but I knew not what it was. And the king said, Turn aside and stand here. And he turned aside and stood still. And behold, the Cushite came, and the Cushite said, Tidings for my lord the king, for Jehovah hath avenged thee this day of all them that rose up against thee. And the king said unto the Cushite, Is it well with the young man Absalom? And the Cushite answered, The enemies of my lord the king, and all that rise up against thee to do thee hurt, be as that young man is. And the king was much moved, and went up to the chamber over the gate, and wept. And as he went, thus he said, O oh, my son Absalom! My son, my son Absalom, would I had died for thee. O oh, Absalom, my son, my son. End of chapter 18. Chapter 19. And it was told Joab, Behold, the king weepeth and mourneth for Absalom. And the victory that day was turned into mourning unto all the people. For the people heard say that day, The king grieveth for his son. And the people gat them by stealth that day into the city, as people that are ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. And the king covered his face, and the king cried with a loud voice, O oh, my son Absalom! O oh, Absalom, my son! My son! And Joab came into the house to the king and said, Thou hast shamed this day the faces of all thy servants, who this day have saved thy life, and the lives of thy sons, and of thy daughters, and the lives of thy wives, and the lives of thy concubines, and that thou lovest them that hate thee, and hatest them that love thee. 
for thou hast declared this day that princes and servants are not unto thee for this day i perceive that if absalom had lived and all we had died this day then it had pleased thee well now therefore arise go forth and speak comfortably unto thy servants for i swear by jehovah if thou go not forth there will not tarry a man with thee this night and that will be worse unto thee than all the evil that hath befallen thee from thy youth until now then the king arose and sat in the gate and they told unto all the people, saying, Behold, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the people came before the king. Now Israel had fled every man to his tent, and all the people were at strife throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us out of the hands of our enemies, and he saved us out of the hand of the Philistines. And now he is fled out of the land from Absalom, and Absalom, whom we anointed over us, is dead in battle. Now therefore, why speak ye not a word of bringing the king back? And King David sent to Zadok and to Abiathar the priests, saying, Speak unto the elders of Judah, saying, Why are ye the last to bring the king back to his house, seeing the speech of all Israel is come to the king to bring him to his house? Ye are my brethren, ye are my bone and my flesh. Wherefore then are ye the last to bring back the king? And say ye to Amasa, Art thou not my bone and my flesh? God do so to me and more also, if thou be not captain of the host before me continually in the room of Joab. And he bowed the heart of all the men of Judah, even as the heart of one man, so that they sent unto the king, saying, Return thou and all thy servants. So the king returned and came to the Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal, to go to meet the king, to bring the king over the Jordan. And Shammai the son of Gera, the Benjamite, who was of Baharim, hasted and came down with the men of Judah to meet king David. And there were a thousand men of Benjamin with him, and Ziba the servant of the house of Saul, and his fifteen sons and his twenty servants with him. And they went through the Jordan in the presence of the king. And there went over a ferry-boat to bring over the king's household, and to do what he thought good. And Shammai the son of Gera fell down before the king, when he was come over the Jordan. And he said unto the king, Let not my lord impute iniquity unto me, neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely, the day that my lord the king went out of Jerusalem, that the king should take it to his heart. For thy servant doth know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come this day the first of all the house of Joseph, to go down to meet my lord the king. But Abishai the son of Zariah answered and said, Shall not Shammai be put to death for this, because he cursed Jehovah's anointed? And David said, What have I to do with you, ye sons of Zariah, that ye should this day be adversaries unto me? Shall there any man be put to death this day in Israel? For do not I know that I am this day king over Israel? And the king said unto Shammai, Thou shalt not die. And the king sware unto him. And Mephibosheth the son of Saul came down to meet the king, and he had neither dressed his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes, from the day the king departed, until the day he came home in peace. And it came to pass, when he was come to Jerusalem to meet the king, that the king said unto him, Wherefore wentest not thou with me, Mephibosheth? And he answered, my lord, O king, my servant deceived me, 
for thy servant said i will saddle me an ass that i may ride thereon and go with the king because thy servant is lame and he hath slandered thy servant unto my lord the king but my lord the king is as an angel of god do therefore what is good in thine eyes for all my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king yet didst thou set thy servant among them that did eat at thine own table what right therefore have i yet that i should cry any more unto the king and the king said unto him why speakest thou any more of thy matters i say thou and ziba divide the land and mephibosheth said unto the king yea let him take all for as much as my lord the king is come in peace unto his own house and barzillai the gileadite came down from rogalim and he went over the jordan with the king to conduct him over the jordan now barzillai was a very aged man even fourscore years old and he had provided the king with sustenance while he lay at mahanaim for he was a very great man and the king said unto barzillai come thou over with me and i will sustain thee with me in jerusalem and barzillai said unto the king how many are the days of the years of my life that i should go up with the king unto jerusalem i am this day fourscore years old can i discern between good and bad can thy servant taste what i eat or what i drink can i hear any more the voice of singing men and singing women wherefore then should thy servant be yet a burden unto my lord the king thy servant would but just go over the jordan with the king and why should the king recompense it me with such a reward let thy servant i pray thee turn back again that i may die in mine own city by the grave of my father and my mother but behold thy servant kimham let him go over with my lord the king and do to him what shall seem good unto thee and the king answered kimham shall go over with me and i will do to him that which shall seem good unto thee and whatsoever thou shalt require of me that will i do for thee and all the people went over the jordan and the king went over and the king kissed barzillai and blessed him and he returned unto his own place so the king went over to gilgal and kimham went over with him and all the people of judah brought the king over and also half the people of israel and behold all the men of israel came to the king and said unto the king why have our brethren the men of judah stolen thee away and brought the king and his household over the jordan and all david's men with him and all the men of judah answered the men of israel because the king is near of kin to us wherefore then are ye angry for this matter have we eaten at all at the king's cost or hath he given us any gift and the men of israel answered the men of judah and said we have ten parts in the king and we have also more right in david than ye why then did ye despise us that our advice should not be first had in bringing back our king and the words of the men of judah were fiercer than the words of the men of israel end of chapter nineteen chapter twenty and there happened to be there a base fellow whose name was sheba the son of bichri a benjamite and he blew the trumpet and said we have no portion in david neither have we inheritance in the son of jesse every man to his tents o israel so all the men of Israel went up from following David, and followed Sheba, the son of Bichri. But the men of Judah clave unto their king, from the Jordan even to Jerusalem. And David came to his house at Jerusalem, and the king took the ten women, his concubines, whom he had left to keep the house, and put them in ward, and provided them with sustenance. 
but went not in unto them. So they were shut up unto the day of their death, living in widowhood. Then said the king to Amasa, Call me the men of Judah together within three days, and be thou here present. So Amasa went to call the men of Judah together. But he tarried longer than the set time which he had appointed him. And David said to Abishai, Now will Sheba, the son of Bichri, do us more harm than did Absalom. Take thou thy lord's servants, and pursue after him, lest he get him fortified cities, and escape out of our sight. And there went out after him Joab's men, and the Carathites, and the Pelathites, and all the mighty men. And they went out of Jerusalem to pursue after Sheba, the son of Bichri. When they were at the great stone which is in Gibeon, Amasa came to meet them. And Joab was girded with his apparel of war that he had put on. And thereon was a girdle with the sword fastened upon his loins, and the sheath thereof. And as he went forth, it fell out. And Joab said to Amasa, Is it well with thee, my brother? And Joab took Amasa by the beard with his right hand to kiss him. But Amasa took no heed to the sword that was in Joab's hand. So he smote him therewith in the body, and shed out his bowels to the ground, and struck him not again, and he died. And Joab and Abishai his brother pursued after Sheba the son of Bichri. And there stood by him one of Joab's young men, and said, He that favoureth Joab, and he that is for David, let him follow Joab. And Amasa lay wallowing in his blood in the midst of the highway. And when the man saw that all the people stood still, he carried Amasa out of the highway into the field, and cast a garment over him, when he saw that every one that came by him stood still. When he was removed out of the highway, all the people went on after Joab, to pursue after Sheba the son of Bichri. And he went through all the tribes of Israel unto Abel, and to beth and all the Beerites, and they were gathered together, and went also after him. And they came and besieged him in Abel of beth and they cast up a mound against the city, and it stood against the rampart. And all the people that were with Joab battered the wall to throw it down. Then cried a wise woman out of the city, Hear, hear, I say, I pray you unto Joab, Come near, hither, that I may speak with thee. And he came near unto her, and the woman said, Art thou Joab? And he answered, I am. Then she said unto him, Hear the words of thy handmaid. And he answered, I do hear. Then she spake, saying, They were wont to speak in old time, saying, They shall surely ask counsel at Abel. And so they ended the matter. I am of them that are peaceable and faithful in Israel. Thou seekest to destroy a city and a mother in Israel. Why wilt thou swallow up the inheritance of Jehovah? And Joab answered and said, Far be it, far be it from me that I should swallow up or destroy. The matter is not so. But a man of the hill country of Ephraim, Sheba the son of Bichri by name, hath lifted up his hand against the king, even against David. Deliver him only, and I will depart from the city. And the woman said unto Joab, Behold, his head shall be thrown to thee over the wall. Then the woman went unto all the people in her wisdom, and they cut off the head of Sheba the son of Bichri, and threw it out to Joab. And he blew the trumpet, and they were dispersed from the city, every man to his tent. And Joab returned to Jerusalem unto the king. Now Joab was over all the host of Israel, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was over the Carathites and over the Pelathites, and Adoram was over the men subject to task work, and Jehoshaphat the son of Ahalud was the recorder, 
and Shiva was scribe, and Zadok and Abiathar were priests, and also Ira the Jairite was chief minister unto David. End of chapter 20《Chapters 21 through 24 of Second Samuel, American Standard Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 21 And there was a famine in the days of David three years, year after year, and David sought the face of Jehovah. And Jehovah said, It is for Saul, and for his bloody house, because he put to death the Gibeonites. And the king called the Gibeonites, and said unto them, Now the Gibeonites were not of the children of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites, and the children of Israel had sworn unto them. And Saul sought to slay them in his zeal for the children of Israel and Judah. And David said unto the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And wherewith shall I make atonement, that ye may bless the inheritance of Jehovah? And the Gibeonites said unto him, it is no matter of silver or gold between us and Saul, or his house. Neither is it for us to put any man to death in Israel. And he said, What ye shall say, that will I do for you. And they said unto the king, The man that consumed us, and that devised against us, that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the borders of Israel, let seven men of his sons be delivered unto us, and we will hang them up unto Jehovah in Gibeah of Saul the chosen of Jehovah. And the king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of Jehovah's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. But the king took the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, whom she bare unto Saul, Armani and Mephibosheth, and the five sons of Michael, the daughter of Saul, whom she bare to Adriel, the son of Barzillai, the Meholathite, and he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them in the mountain before Jehovah, and they fell all seven together. And they were put to death in the days of harvest, in the first days at the beginning of barley harvest. And Rizpah the daughter of Aiah took sackcloth and spread it for her upon the rock from the beginning of harvest until water was poured upon them from heaven. And she suffered neither the birds of the heavens to rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night, and it was told David what Rizpah the daughter of Aiah, the concubine of Saul, had done. And David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son from the men of Jabesh-Gilead, who had stolen them from the street of Bathshan, where the Philistines had hanged them, in the day that the Philistines slew Saul in Gilboa. And he brought up from thence the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son, and they gathered the bones of them that were hanged. And they buried the bones of Saul and Jonathan his son in the country of Benjamin, in Zelah, and the sepulchre of Kish his father. And they performed all that the king commanded. And after that God was entreated for the land. And the Philistines had war again with Israel. And David went down and his servants with him, and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint. And Ish-bib-enab, who was of the sons of the giant, the weight of whose spear was three hundred shekels of brass in weight. He, being girded with a new sword, thought to have slain David. But Abishai the son of Zariah succored him, and smote the Philistine, and killed him. Then the men of David swear unto him, saying, Thou shalt go no more out with us to battle, that thou quench not the lamp of Israel. 
and it came to pass after this, that there was again war with the Philistines at Gob. Then Sibachai the Hushathite slew Saph, who was of the sons of the giant. And there was again war with the Philistines at Gob, and El-Hanan, the son of Ja-Re-Or-Agim, the Bethlehemite, slew Goliath the Gittite, the staff of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. And there was again war at Gath, where was a man of great stature, that had on every hand six fingers, and on every foot six toes, four and twenty in number. And he also was born to the giant. And when he defied Israel, Jonathan the son of Shemai, David's brother, slew him. These four were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David, and by the hand of his servants. End of chapter 21 Chapter 22 and David spake unto Jehovah the words of this song in the day that Jehovah delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies, and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, Jehovah is my rock, and my fortress, and my deliverer, even mine. God, my rock, in him will I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, and my refuge, my Savior, Thou savest me from violence. I will call upon Jehovah, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. For the waves of death compassed me. The floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The cords of Sheol were round about me. The snares of death came upon me. In my distress I called upon Jehovah. Yea, I called unto my God. And he heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven quaked and were shaken, because he was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils, and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also, and came down, and thick darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub, and did fly. Yea, he was seen upon the wings of the wind, and he made darkness, pavilions round about him, gathering of waters, thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness before him, coals of fire were kindled. Jehovah thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice, and he sent out arrows and scattered them, lightening and discomfited them. Then the channels of the sea appeared, the foundations of the world were laid bare, by the rebuke of Jehovah, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from on high. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from them that hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They came upon me in the day of my calamity, but Jehovah was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me, because he delighted in me. Jehovah rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of Jehovah, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his ordinances were before me, and as for his statutes, I did not depart from them. I was also perfect toward him, and I kept myself from mine iniquity. Therefore hath Jehovah recompensed me according to my righteousness according to my cleanness in his eyesight. With the merciful thou wilt show thyself merciful. With the perfect man thou wilt show thyself perfect. 
with the pure thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the perverse thou wilt show thyself froward, and the afflicted people thou wilt save. But thine eyes are upon the haughty, that thou mayest bring them down. For thou art my lamp, O Jehovah, and Jehovah will lighten my darkness. For by thee I run upon a troop, by my God do I leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of Jehovah is tried. He is a shield unto all them that take refuge in him. For who is God save Jehovah? And who is a rock save our God? God is my strong fortress, and he guideth the perfect in his way. He maketh his feet like hinds' feet, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that mine arms do bend a bow of brass. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy gentleness hath made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, and my feet have not slipped. I have pursued my enemies, and destroyed them. Neither did I turn again, till they were consumed. And I have consumed them, and smitten them through, so that they cannot arise. Yea, they are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Thou hast also made mine enemies turn their backs unto me, that I might cut off them that hate me. They looked, but there was none to save, even unto Jehovah, but he answered them not. Then did I beat them small as the dust of the earth. I did crush them as the mire of the streets, and did spread them abroad. Thou also hast delivered me from the strivings of my people. Thou hast kept me to be the head of the nations. A people whom I have not known shall serve me. The foreigners shall submit themselves unto me. As soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. The foreigners shall fade away, and shall come trembling out of their close places. Jehovah liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be God, the rock of my salvation. Even the God that executeth vengeance for me, and that bringeth down peoples under me, and that bringeth me forth from mine enemies. Yea, thou liftest me up above them that rise up against me. Thou deliverest me from the violent man. Therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Jehovah, among the nations, and will sing praises unto thy name. Great deliverance giveth he to his king, and showeth loving kindness to his anointed, to David, and to his seed, for evermore. End of chapter 22. Chapter 23. Now these are the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, saith, and the man who was raised on high saith, the anointed of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. The spirit of Jehovah spake by me, and his word was upon my tongue. The God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spake to me, One that ruleth over men righteously, that ruleth in the fear of God, he shall be as the light of the morning, when the sun riseth, a morning without clouds, when the tender grass springeth out of the earth, through clear shining after rain. Verily my house is not so with God, yet he hath made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and sure, for it is all my salvation, and all my desire, although he maketh it not to grow. But the ungodly shall be all of them as thorns to be thrust away, 
because they cannot be taken with the hand. But the man that toucheth them must be armed with iron, and the staff of a spear, and they shall be utterly burned with fire in their place. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had, Josheb, Bas Habeth, Atakamanite, chief of the captains. The same was Adino the Esnite, against eight hundred slain at one time. And after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodai, the son of an Ahohite, one of the three mighty men with David, when they defied the Philistines that were there gathered together to battle. And the men of Israel were gone away. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary, and his hand clave unto the sword. And Jehovah wrought a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to take spoil. And after him was Shema, the son of Agi, a Herarite. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a plot of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the plot and defended it, and slew the Philistines. And Jehovah wrought a great victory. And three of the thirty chief men went down and came to David in the harvest time unto the cave of Agilim. And the troop of the Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. And David was then in the stronghold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David longed and said, O oh, that one would give me water to drink of the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. And the three mighty men brake through the host of the Philistines, and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it, and brought it to David. But he would not drink thereof but poured it out unto Jehovah. And he said, Be it far from me, O Jehovah, that I should do this. Shall I drink the blood of the men that went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore he would not drink it. These things did the three mighty men. And Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zariah, was chief of the three. And he lifted up his spear against three hundred and slew them, and had a name among the three. Was he not most honorable of the three? Therefore he was made their captain. Howbeit he attained not unto the first three. And Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, the son of a valiant man of Kabziel, who had done mighty deeds, he slew the two sons of Ariel of Moab. He went down also and slew a lion in the midst of a pit in time of snow. And he slew an Egyptian, a goodly man. And the Egyptian had a spear in his hand. But he went down to him with a staff, and plucked the spear out of the Egyptian's hand, and slew him with his own spear. These things did Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and had a name among the three mighty men. He was more honorable than the thirty, but he attained not to the first three. And David set him over his guard. Asahel the brother of Joab was one of the thirty. Elhanan the son of Dodo of Bethlehem. Shammah the Herodite. Elika the Herodite. Helez the Paltite. Ira, the son of Ikesh, the Tekoite, Abiezer, the Anathothite, Mebunai, the Hushathite, Zalman, the Ahohite, Maharari, the Netophathite, Heleb, the son of Mena, the Netophathite, Ittai, the son of Ribai of Gibeah, of the children of Benjamin, Benaiah, Apirathonite, Hidai, of the brooks of Gaash, Abielbon, the Arbathite, Asmaeth, the Barhumite, Eliaba, the Shaalbanite, the sons of Jashin, Jonathan, Shema the Hararite, Aham, the son of Sharar, the Ararite, Eliphalet, the son of 
Ahashbai, the son of the Maakathite, Eliam, the son of Ahithophel the Gilanite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Parai, the Arbite, Egal, the son of Nathan of Zobah, Bani, the Gadite, Zelek, the Ammonite, Naharai, the Berathite, armor-bearers to Joab the son of Zariah, Ira the Ithrite, Gareb the Ithrite, Uriah the Hittite, thirty and seven in all. End of chapter 23. Chapter 24. And again the anger of Jehovah was kindled against Israel, and he moved David against them, saying, Go, number Israel and Judah. And the king said to Joab the captain of the host who was with him, Go now to and fro through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and number ye the people, that I may know the sum of the people. And Joab said unto the king, Now Jehovah thy God add unto the people, How many soever they may be a hundredfold, and may the eyes of my lord the king see it. But why doth my lord the king delight in this thing? Notwithstanding the king's word prevailed against Joab, and against the captains of the host. And Joab and the captains of the host went out from the presence of the king, to number the people of Israel. And they passed over the Jordan, and encamped in Aror, on the right side of the city that is in the middle of the valley of Gad, and unto Jazer. Then they came to Gilead, and to the land of Tatim Hadshi, and they came to Danjaan, and round about to Sidon, and came to the stronghold of Tyre, and to all the cities of the Hivites, and of the Canaanites, and they went out to the south of Judah at Beersheba. So when they had gone to and fro through all the land, there came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. And Joab gave up the sum of the numbering of the people unto the king. And there were in Israel eight hundred thousand valiant men that drew the sword. And the men of Judah were five hundred thousand men. And David's heart smote him after that he had numbered the people. And David said unto Jehovah, I have sinned greatly in that which I have done. But now, O Jehovah, put away, I beseech thee, the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. And when David rose up in the morning, the word of Jehovah came unto the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and speak unto David. Thus saith Jehovah, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David, and told him, and said unto him, Shall seven years of famine come unto thee in thy land? Or wilt thou flee three months before thy foes, while they pursue thee? Or shall there be three days' pestilence in thy land? Now advise thee, and consider what answer I shall return to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let us fall now into the hand of Jehovah, for his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. So Jehovah sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed, and there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba seventy thousand men. And when the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, Jehovah repented him of the evil, and said to the angel that destroyed the people, It is enough. Now stay thy hand. And the angel of Jehovah was by the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, and David spake unto Jehovah when he saw the angel that smote the people, and said, Lo, I have sinned, and I have done perversely. But these sheep, what have they done? Let thy hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. And Gad came that day to David, and said unto him, Go up, rear an altar unto Jehovah in the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. 
and David went up according to the saying of Gad, as Jehovah commanded. And Aruna looked forth, and saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. And Aruna went out, and bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Aruna said, Wherefore is my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy the threshing-floor of thee, to build an altar unto Jehovah, that the plague may be stayed from the people. And Aruna said unto David, let my lord the king take and offer up what seemeth good unto him. Behold the oxen for the burnt offering, and the threshing instruments, and the yokes of the oxen for the wood. All this, O king, doth Aruna give unto the king. And Aruna said unto the king, Jehovah thy God accept thee. And the king said unto Aruna, Nay, but I will verily buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto Jehovah my God, which cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing-floor and the oxen for fifty shekels of silver. And David built there an altar unto Jehovah, and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So Jehovah was entreated for the land, and the plague was stayed from Israel. End of chapter 24, and also the end of Second Samuel, American Standard Version.